What's up, guys? We are back. This is Just Figuring Out Podcast. We do not have a guest today. This is just us. It's yeah. a solid trio, right? So we're going to start this thing off. Um, How you guys been? Just check in time. Um, I'm here. So how you feeling? I'm here. All right. You want to let the people know you've been battling, you've been struggling, you're here, though? Yeah, God tried to take me last week. Um, I had a talk with him. I'm good now. I'm good now. That's good. What about you? I'm good. Joe bailed me out, and, you know, as long as I'm on this bracelet, and, you know, we good. We good. That's good. That's good. I've been well too as well, man. It's good to be back with you guys. So um yeah, let's start it off right quick. Just very vague. What's um what does success mean to you guys? Being that we are just here, we're guys, we're just figuring this thing out. We're pretty successful in our podcast. You know, we're doing well, we're on a good, you know, good rotation and good movement. What does success mean to you guys? Uh for me, I I guess success is is uh being the best at whatever you try to do that you can be the best at. Sure. Like, you know, my potential, your potential could be different, but if you reach your potential, you're you that's success. Mm-hmm. You got the most out of your talent, the most out of what you can be. That's okay. like success, whatever you try to do. Yeah. Whatever that So it's so it's relative. Yeah. So what does it mean for you though, personally? What does what is when you think of success, what do you envision? I, I envision of for me setting a goal, mm-hmm. achieving that goal, and achieving it at a high level, weathering the storms, the adversity going through it. Mm-hmm. Really, for me, success is like whatever you're chasing is getting through adversity mm-hmm. to get there. It's mm-hmm. definitely not the end or the beginning. It's what's goes on in between. Mm-hmm. You know, when no one else is around, mm-hmm. the times alone, the grinding, the tears, the blood, that That's to get wherever you want to go. That's right. Right. I, yeah, I respect that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, success is. I define it a little differently. Uh, I have no challenge me, Joe. Please challenge, challenge, you, challenge you, brother. I'll challenge that. Um, you direct me as master. <laughs> Can you challenge me, master? Um, I have friends that are millionaires. I also have friends that really don't have much financial. So I don't look at success as anything financial. I don't look at it as goal wise. I think I I would define success as the impact that you leave on another person's life, mm. the conversations that you have. And whenever the good Lord takes me, like the people that look back, they're like, Hey, that man, he was a good dude. Like, that's what I define success as. I don't define it as making hundreds of thousands of dollars. I define it as, you know, the relationships that you're able to build. And when you wake up, you're happy to wake up. Cause there's a lot of people that are miserable fucks. And, you know, I've been guilty of it myself. This last week's been tough on me mentally. Yeah. Um, So I need to do better at it myself. But that's how I define success is when you wake up, be in a good mood, cherish the people that are in your life and build a stronger connection with them because that's really all that matters. Very true. It's all that matters. It's all we have. Like, this is a shell, man. Yeah. So fucking and it's limited on top of that. It, it's a shell. Like, uh, right. All right. Limited, yeah. How can I say, like, success with... Let's say, you know, you walk by one day and you see a homeless man. Mm-hmm. And let's say a month later, I see that homeless man in an apartment with no furniture. That's success. Absolutely. You get Absolutely. what I'm saying? To, to the rest Absolutely. of us, an apartment with no, like, you ain't got no furniture, whatever. Mm-hmm. But look where that person came from. Mm-hmm. That's success to mm-hmm. me. Like you the man me. with no feet is looking at the guy with no shoes. Like, man, I wish I had shoes. Yeah. I got you. And speaking of homeless, so how I envision success for me is to... Success and being blessed is knowing that all my needs are met. All my basic needs are met, right? I'm in my sound mind. I have good health. I have people that love me. Um, I have a roof over my head. I have food that I can easily grab. You know what I'm saying? And even with my, even if certain of those basic necessities aren't met fully, I still know that I'm successful because, again, we are given life. Every day you're given a second chance or a chance 
to live another day, right? That's um, and then another form of success for me is being able to live out what I speak. Anything that I envision that I want to pursue, if I can do it, and it could be something as small as, like you said, getting an apartment or something small like that, mm-hmm. to something magnificent. If I can live that out, to me, that's success. I can live out what I'm speaking, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. Bliss. True bliss. Chef's kiss. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to Robbie. You know that. Know that. So, um, Pressure what, what drives you guys? Like, because we're all hungry, right? We're all hungry as men striving in our own form of greatness and our own form of success. So what drives you on those days where you're struggling on those days where you're low and you're really not feeling it? What drives you? What gives you that passion? of like, we got to keep going. We got to keep this thing going. There's two things. So one is, um, my mother's looking down on me and I need to make her proud. Facts. Um, I don't like the word proud, but you get what I'm saying. And then, um, Dana, and my potential future kids that's what i do everything for i don't do it for any other reason because i i don't know some people like they like to feel like the the gratification with themselves i think it's selfish to a degree but we're human so we do it Mm -hmm. but i'm trying to get away from that more and just have a different why like the reason what drives me why it drives me is is dana and just knowing that i want to make my mom like look down and just be like that's my son right um, that's why babes. That's my baby. Yeah, because like there's not like I said, man. I sound like a broken fucking record, but it's that's it, man. I mean, money is whatever, man. I don't. It, money's gonna come and go. It's gonna come and go, man. It's it is what it is. But Facts. um, I just want to leave impacts on people's lives, and that's where I'm at with it. Facts. Facts. Yeah, that's what drives me. So true. Uh, I agree too. I agree. Second. I agree too. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, success would be more or less. Uh, I guess I grew up in a working class family, mm-hmm. so you know, Monday through Thursdays, their normal grind. Friday, the little happy about to get paid. Saturdays, family time, and Sunday, getting ready to do it all over again. Somehow, in between that Friday and Saturday, if I can make that feel like Sunday through Thursday, and everyone around me, including myself, that's success. Because mm-hmm. that's what you worked all week for, and you keep doing that. If I can make 365 feel that way, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a success all around. Facts. I agree with you. Sabar, Sabar, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was studying um, imposter syndrome. Are you guys familiar with what that is? Educate me. So imposter syndrome is a form of like, um, let's just say, I'll paint an example because I'm good at painting pictures. So let's just say you've been dying to get this job, right? You've been dying for this position. You know you're prepared for it. You know you deserve it. So, you know, you know you deserve it. You finally get it, right? Your boss sits you down and say, hey, listen, we want to move you up to this position. Give me this new. Now, all of a sudden, you're the imposter. You're like, do I deserve it? Maybe somebody else deserves it. Maybe somebody else is better qualified for it. Why me? So it's almost like you want these blessings. And then when God gives them to you or when life gives them to you, now all of a sudden you're like, I don't think I'm deserving of it. I feel like I struggle with that. I have. I'm more aware of it now, but I feel like I definitely struggle with imposter syndrome. I'm not because I don't boast like I deserve it, but my actions speak. I work hard for everything I do. I work hard. I put 110% in. Then when a blessing comes or like, you know, we do this podcast, I'm talking to my girl like, babe, I don't know if I. I don't know if I'm ready for this. My girl's like, boy, you've been wanting to do this for so long with these dudes. If you don't get it going, you get what I'm saying? So do you guys struggle with imposter syndrome or familiar with that, experience that? I would say work-wise. Okay. I, you know, I started in sales as it's like a, in pest control. Okay. I was making okay money when I was in my early 20s. And then I managed the liquor store and then I fell off. Like the income, like at least got cut in half. And I was like, man, like I, everything was about money for a while. And I was like, 
I want this. I want to make this. I know guys in this industry. I want to make that. Yeah. And then when you finally got there, man, shit is stressful. So, like, I guess, like, in that aspect, mm. but that's that's the only thing I could correlate with what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I feel like you're just not deserving of the success that you asked for or the blessings that you asked for. I kind of don't ask for. I kind of, like, just try to put myself and put the work in towards whatever that goal is or well, what that I too. want. That, too. You work hard for something, and then you, you get it. You get access to it, and then you're like, so whether you ask for it or you work hard for it, either way, you're working towards getting whatever it is that you want. It comes to you, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, I don't know if I deserve this. I don't know. Oh, afraid of success, or afraid of yeah, prospering. almost like imposter syndrome. Like yeah, you're that imposter of yourself. That's why it's called you know imposter syndrome. You become that imposter for yourself. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever feel like that? You you wanted something or work hard towards something, and it's like, give it to somebody else. Give it give it to Steven. Let him have it. I don't know. I don't want it. But you know, deep down, you do want it. Nick I know Kevin. I was messed up. It's crazy. <laughs> no, can I tell you, I, I only way I can describe it is success or having something I really want. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can describe it. You know, someone playing cards. Mm-hmm. I might have four aces, but I might be looking at you like this. It's the best way I can say it. Like, I got you. like I'm not afraid of success or whatever, but I don't need to show my cards. Like, I follow. You get what I'm saying? I'm not showing no one my cards and I'm not giving you to be able to read what I got and where I'm going with it. I follow you. You know what I mean? You. So I don't have the syndrome like you're kind of talking about. Sure. It's more or less, I'm trying to say it doesn't change my personality wise around yeah. and how I deal with people, how I deal with situations. Okay, and, that's what's up. That's you get what, what I'm saying? That's what's up. Yeah, I asked my girl about it yesterday. I was like overviewing with her and she's never experienced it either. So I, you know, to each his own, I guess people experience it. I think I've learned about it just due through poverty. I think growing up in struggle, being struggling middle class, I, obviously people were far less than, but I also grew up close enough to the other side of the tracks where I saw how other people lived good, right? I was never close enough to be a part of that, but I always was able to look over the tracks and be like, mm, one day we'll be able to get live like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, again, having that, so the people who are far less than and deeper in poverty, the only time they see wealth is on TV, right? Mm-hmm. People like us, we work hard. You, I could drive through a nice neighborhood. I can easily manifest and be like, okay, look at these beautiful mansions and these yachts and stuff like that. I've been in nice neighborhoods because I grew up in certain nice neighborhoods. So I think when you come from that that viewpoint where you can actually be a little bit closer to success, I think that's why I struggled with it. Because I see it. They don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I can actually see that we can actually have this over here. But then once I get it, I'm like, well, now I'm looking at them like, you know, now you want to go back for the loss. You want to go back for the people back there. Mm-hmm. You get me? What if... Yeah, yeah. What what if some people don't want to pay the price for that? Well, that's that's too much a, credit for not enough. That's work. an interesting that's point, yeah, because you can't save everybody. No matter how much you want to see that person do well, they have to want that. But so how, I think the price of that is leaving them where they at. When you say you can't save everybody, what if your definition of saving is different from theirs? Me. What if they feel like you need saving because you want these things? Well, that's that's the ideology is all. Yeah, if they're we don't, we're not in the same realm. We yeah. can have love for each other, yeah. but obviously, we got parallel mm-hmm. ideologies on where we're supposed to be in life. Yeah. When I get where I get, and you get what you get, we can still talk, and we'll, I guess we'll see. And I and I think it's but I'm there for you. And I think it's a, I think it's different. a vision thing too. Like when I was deep, there was a point in my life where I was deep in depression where I couldn't see my future. I really couldn't see the beauty, the overlook. I couldn't see. The future i couldn't see the, the beauty of the future so i lived in the moment and i just was like cool this is it this is what it is it is what it is but me personally 
my dreams, my goals, my ambitions, my aspirations. I have too much of that to be comfortable with struggling. Some people are cool with struggling. I had to because I had to. That don't mean I want to live in my 40s and 50s struggling. That don't mean I want to have my kids and grandkids struggling. So, again, it's all on your ambition, all on your drive. People, I come from struggle, but I ain't trying to die struggling. Right. I, 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 I think I've come across like a lot of people that were way more talented in a lot of different areas. Mm. And I've took, I've, I'm a student. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not a, I quote unquote, people know it all or already come in. I'm a, I'm a hell of a student. Some people don't say, I'd rather learn. And it seemed like uh, right. a lot of people see things and say, why? You know what I mean? We all sit around like, well, why that happened? Yo, why? You know, I've had people that I really come across and told me like, yo, you need to see things that never was and say, why not? You, mm. know? you know, stop, stop, stop understanding. Let's overstand what's mm. going on. Yeah, because too much understanding will keep you in a, in a, in a quicksand. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're going to just be giving stuff and eat it. Yes. At some point, you if need I'm to elevate from, the, from a student to a teacher. I agree. Where did you get that from? And why did that come here? I agree. You I know? Agree. Yeah, I agree. And that's the same viewpoint as um, why people struggle. I was talking to my one cousin, and that was one of the questions he asked. He was high as a kite, too, so he was already like, mm -hmm. he was like yo, cuz, why, why is there so much struggle? Why do we struggle? And it had me thinking, too. I was like, dang, I didn't even, you thought I hit the joint. I'm over here like, like, what? And I came to the conclusion that there's struggle to lead by example, mm -hmm. right? So when you go through something, you never just struggle by yourself. It's not just for you to go, just for you to experience. It's for you to learn from and then for you to teach. Mm -hmm. Because somebody down the line is going to be living your same exact experience. Maybe not your whole life, but they're going to go through a particular experience or a situation where they'll be like, listen, I need somebody. We can't help them, but Joe can't. You get what I'm saying? So that's why I was like, okay, interesting. That's why we struggle. To be to, to learn from and then to teach others. You know what I mean? And that's why I, I want to represent for other people who come from that background, that lifestyle of struggling. You don't have to die doing that. And you don't have to glorify that either. Like, let's get over glorifying struggling. Like, being, you know, in the type of environment you're talking about, yeah. a lot of people, you got to be very careful who you share your dreams with. Absolutely. People are dream killers. Most of them are. People will dream killers and, and, and be careful who you call a mentor or you look up to. Because mm -hmm. a lot of them will be behind you mm -hmm. as long as your potential isn't more than theirs. Absolutely. They want to see you doing well. As long as you're doing really good, but you're just right under them. Mm -hmm. Hey man, always behind you. Yes, took yeah. the words out of my mouth. As soon as you overtake them, now it's friction. You're acting different now. Yeah, like yo, we were all cool when I was an eight and you was a ten. Yeah, now I'm eleven and you a ten. And yeah. I, I don't hear from you no they, more. They want to ride your coattail. That's painful too, though. That's painful when you get to it. When you get to certain levels of success. And you thought your day ones was going to ride out for you. I see. And they start seeing you getting money. And they start seeing, and you generous. You helping them out. You know, Meek Mill has said it on many of his songs. Bro, I was feeding you. I was taking care of you while I was in jail. Mm -hmm. I'm doing all this by you and taking care of you and your family. When my family's still, you know, I'm trying to make sure they're getting right. Mm -hmm. But some people, a lot of times, they just ride your coattail up to success. And once they realize they can't get up there with you no more, they flake on you. And it's really, it's painful, but that just comes with success. Yeah. But I'd rather experience that than be stuck oh, yeah, of course, back there. But go ahead. What you about to say? No, I was just that's how you can differentiate your friends. Mm -hmm. You know, I heard mm -hmm. Jordan, I'm probably going to slaughter this, but I heard Jordan Peterson say something where it was like, you can tell who your friends are when you tell bad news to, and they don't like come to you and, and like, oh, it's okay. Like they, they give you the cold, hard truth. But he said the real biggest test is when you tell them good news mm -hmm. and they can celebrate with you. Because a lot of people, like, so what you just said and what you said in different ways, 
when you surpass somebody in whatever whatever you consider surpassing somebody, whether it's financially, whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. And they look at that too, they become envious and jealous, which is a sin. Facts. So it's like that's that's how I've been able to define my that's why I've lost a lot of friends. Because I've it's been hard for me to I sort of have to shy back from what I've accomplished from where I've been because I know it's gonna fucking bother them if I say it. Sure. And um, I've lost a lot of, I, I would say, I not lost, but I have moved on from a lot of people because they couldn't handle my success that I've had. And I was scared and hesitant to tell them, right? Like, I have friends that are doing extremely well. So when they tell me, I'm like, man, it's fucking awesome because I know what you've been through mm-hmm. to do that. Let's go out, get a drink, something. So like that, yeah. you know, Um, but yeah, I mean, for example, I worked with this guy named Mike at a, we worked together. He was he wasn't in sales. He was a service technician, but he would sell equipment. And um he was making a healthy amount of money. But when the company got sold to uh Horizon, you know, he had to initially take a pay cut, a dramatic pay cut. But then like us being there for each other, we went to training together. And then he ended up doing he's like in an upper echelon at this point of finance financially what he makes in all the horizon branches. But when he tells me like what he makes and everything, there's never any envious, I'm not envious, I'm not jealous. I'm I'm fucking happy for him because he went from the company being sold to I don't know what I'm gonna do. My wife's pregnant, my fiance's pregnant, so I'm having another kid, so now I'm making at least fifty percent more than what I was making before and I'm loving life. Wow. That's how you can tell yeah. who's your friends. Because sure. if he had told me that and I'm like, man. I can't catch a fucking break. This guy gets all breaks. I'm not his fucking friend. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm an imposter. And a lot of them don't realize, too, if they put that same energy into themselves and into their own work, rather than focus on what your homie is doing, you might get further along in life as well. Yeah. Now, real quick. So, I mean, while we're on the topic, let's talk about let's talk about Judas. You know what I'm saying? Betrayal. You know what I'm saying? That's just painful. And I think we all can agree that we've experienced, to some form of degree, some betrayal on some level. That shit hurt. That joint will never. I don't care how much life you lived. That joint will sting. I'm glad. Well, you, it's two. It's two ways. You, you, yeah, I'm glad you, you said you, it. You, you, uh, you ignored something because a snake is a snake. They just shed skin. So you ignored something. But some some people you do know. Okay, they coming off either too friendly or they coming off with some shit. You can tell from a distance. I'm talking about people they. I'm talking about like, come on, like your homie, like y'all used to. Y'all, I my guys is cool with each other. I like, made him sayings and y'all talk like on some Judas type stuff. We, you grew up. Our moms hung together. Yeah. I put you in a place because of that was the position of my life. But the true thing was, you never was my friend. That's what I was going to say. You never ever was. Oh, oh, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. Push it away. Don't, I'm, okay. Okay. So you didn't yes, betray me. You you didn't betray me because you betrayed me because I put you in yes. a certain but level. But that part. Okay, yes. I, I, I respect that. But I'm not talking about that form of that. I'm talking about people who are literally like, y'all had a genuine connection. Yeah. Y'all had friendship. It wasn't just, oh, because my mom bumped that example. But let's just say y'all were just generally good friends and good, solid people. Listen, if we're going to be successful men, like we're talking, there's going to be a lot of people attracting to us. They might gravitate to you. They might gravitate to you. Might, and they may try to... Wedge they went way into the group. They may try to split some. Listen, this shit happens. So this is why I'm just trying to make sure we speak on betrayal on all different aspects. You might have homies that's like, even now, you might be like, yeah, that's my brother right now, but wait till next week. I'm so used to that. that I'm just like, I kind of just be on guard, but it still hurts. It's still painful. It's a pain that will never like, ever subside. Like a true friend, a true friend, 
Okay. Period. A true friend reached out to you regardless to see how you're doing mm -hmm. with no ulterior motives. There was nothing that came after it. Some, it, some, it, takes, some it takes time, though. Okay. Some it takes time. Some Or if they reach out to see how you're doing just because they may sense something is going on with you, with nothing to gain. You don't know who's your true friend until you really got nothing left to offer you at your lowest point Facts. in your darkest moment. Facts. So if the person sees you in a dark moment, sees you in a dark moment, you see they pushing themselves to reach out to you. You notice they're like coming to speak to you, whatever we're not. Facts. And like you said, it takes time. Sure. Let's say they own some betrayal mode. Sure. But a week or two goes by, a month goes by, yeah. and nothing never comes after it. They just reaching out to you. Yeah. You know, this person might actually care. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Like I said, I don't put people on a pedestal. And I don't want people to put me on the pedestal. Sure. If it's real, it, it will show itself. Sure. You know what I mean? And anything checked, uh, the test of time, I should say. Yeah. And by what you go it's through. Betrayal. I mean, betray. you betray me if I never trust you. Yeah, I mean, never. But you also got to be careful because what I mean is, I grew up personally around a lot of. Now that I'm older and I can, I can, I can analyze. I grew up around a lot of monitoring spirits, right? Mm -hmm. I had friends, family members, people that uh, they were attracted to me and drawn to me. They, because in certain ways that I in my life I was abandoned and neglected, I think spirits know that, right? And I'm, I'm not trying to get super spooky or spiritual, but I'm gonna talk my talk. Um, they would gravitate to me. I think they knew he, he suffers from abandonment issues. He suffers from some level of, of, you know, he needs that. So they would come and it would be exactly what I needed. They would come in a form of a friend, of a companion. They would check on me. They would, and it felt good because in other ways of my life and other aspects, I was being neglected so over time it took me wisdom to realize every time you call and whether it's good news or bad news you always monitoring me want to know what i'm doing everything so it took me to get older to realize there's monitoring spirits in people where they just want to know what you're doing where you're going and it's not that they're trying to betray you either they just monitor you those are monitoring spirits so beware of that as well that's all I was just trying to spread a little lightness of that mm -hmm. so blending into that with betrayal like be careful of just monitoring spirits because they out there they out there I yeah, you right. I think betrayal is be is beautiful. It is. Talk you know why? It. Talk about it. Because like it just shows me the fuck you are, and I'm right. glad you're out of my it's life. Yeah. I'm glad you're out of my life now. Yeah. Like I was with somebody for seven years, and then she cheated on me when I gave seven faithful years to somebody. See, when I talk about betrayal, that's what's that seven? That's what almost a fourth. That's a little under a, four, a quarter of my life, mm -hmm. or oh, whatever. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But. But that showed me who the fuck you were. And when my mom was trying to tell me the whole time, and I was just like, no, you're foolish. You don't know what you're talking about. Looking back, I'm like, man, if I would have listened to her, you know, if she would have exited my life way earlier than that. So when we talk about betrayal, I think there's two ways to look at it. Because sometimes I think it's beneficial because, like, if you're not observant and you can't pick up on things right away, next thing you know, it's 40 years later, and you're finding out your fucking husband's cheating on you, your wife's cheating on you. And they've been doing it the whole time. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather know early. So I think betrayal can be, I mean, it's poor choice of words, but it is what it is, a beautiful thing. Because it's it's, uh, it's God knocking on your fucking noggin saying, dude, wake the fuck you up. Feel good I'm going. sending you yeah. signals yeah. and you're not picking up on them. Yeah. So that's been, uh, I, I don't, I mean, betrayal, I look at it as a good thing because I don't need, like, if you, that's who, that's who you always were. That's my opinion. It's who you always were. Okay. okay. But now it, it gets to a point where it's like, I got you. because if you really love me as a brother, you would never fucking betray me. Yes. If no you in really gave a fuck about yeah. me. No yes. in between. Like in your heart, yes. you would never do that. There's no mistake. You can make a but mistake, if, but not betrayal. If, there, if there's been ice that has like cracks in it, 
you were going to crack. It was just when was it happening? Yes. And you're that, right, because every person who was exposed in my life, I I can say now that I was glad that they were exposed because I know who they are. But deception is real. Deception is real. There's nothing to me. It's painful when you thought this person could have been a potential godfather to your kids and you know this is going to be like you know you envision them as part of the family okay this is going to be their place in the family they're going to have this place they're going to have this impression on my kids they're going to you and then now you realize you got to erase all of that so yes i am glad at some point they're gone they're out of there but deception is real and it's painful that's what it would bother it would bother me more about myself for not picking up on because i'm a very young though i'm a very ignorant what you gonna do? No, I don't think it has anything to do with age. When you're young, you, bro, like you be supposed to the most shittiest people. We bro, some people. of the smartest people young. men are the young cats. True. Like, like it's like people pick up on things, I feel. And I feel sometimes as you get older, you get more naive. Because you're just like you've been doing it for so long that it's like, oh no, it's just how he is. No, bitch, it's not how he is. <laughs> like he's he's telling you he's a fraud. Yeah, you're not listening. Yeah. He's telling you exactly who like, he is. Yeah. So I get what you're saying, yeah. man. Yeah. It's uh yeah. I think you got I think we gotta be I think men are very aware of like who's who. Right. Like right, how right. you're acting towards right. me. Like because I've I've been that guy at a younger age. Like I wasn't a great man sure. when I was young. I was sure. an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stole from my friends. Like you yeah. name it, man, we can yeah. go down this fucking list. Yeah, yeah. But by maybe by me going through all that and doing all that shit makes me understand of I see how you're moving mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna keep my head on the switch. Sure, sure, sure. So that I'm able to pick up on things more. Yeah. I don't just hang with anybody. Sure. Facts. It seems like you know, uh, you know how you was talking about like uh, monitoring mm-hmm. and you know betrayal. Mm-hmm. You're talking about mm-hmm. like all these things is like they like they they're like the seeds seeds of a man's greed. Like a, a, when a man is paying attention to what you're doing and it's like we're running this rat race or whatever, whatnot, maybe that's why it doesn't register to me because I know for me, you could tell me you trying to own a superstore and be multi-billionaire. It didn't move me. When I say it didn't move me, it didn't move me like I got to top that or that's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. That's not what drives me. What drives yeah. me is what's in my lane being yeah. the best me. You get what I'm saying? Now, I can be, if I'm your friend, and I, whatever the relationship be, friend, family, whoever, because family can be just as worse with this betrayal stuff. Whoever it is, whoever it is, I will say, when you hurt, they hurt. When you cry, they cry. When you up and yeah. happy, they happy. Yeah, yeah, that's who's really in your corner. That's true. You gotta watch when you tell somebody you going through something, and it seems like. Okay, you heard me, but you're just like listening to my story. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So we, right, right. They, that might be a sign. So it, that might be a sign that, hey, they really got something different towards me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I got them as a super friend, brother, but they're more of an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's where yeah. you can get things kind of mixed up. And you ain't got enough time to be figuring people out in this crazy world we got. This crazy yeah. world takes enough energy for you sure. to make it. Sure. So, therefore, listen. If you meet me and give me the energy and you in my corner, I'm going to know. You're going to know if I'm in your corner. Yeah. You're going to know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I don't got time to fake it for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I may can have you around me and speak and talk. But, you know, if I talk to you, speak to you, laugh with yeah. you, we cool. Yeah. If not, I might, you know, I'll keep it cordial. I don't need to get in a fight everywhere I go. Yeah. But in the same token, hey, man, we, yeah. don't, see, we don't see it like. That's yeah. why I was a big fan of what Jordan Peterson said. Mm-hmm. You can tell who's who when you tell them good news. You yeah. can share things with people, and you see how they react and see how they move towards that. Yeah. And it, it dictates a lot, man. Sure. Like if I if I had a huge success in my life and I brought it to you guys, and you like just brushed it off, maybe I look at you different. 
Yeah, I'll give you different. I would. I probably would because, like, when somebody <laughs> has a Wasa win, like, yes. you, you get engaged, you yes. get a milestone at work or something. Man, I want to tell you guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys, I want to tell you guys yes. every day of the week. Absolutely. Yeah, you I know? mean, the Bible says, Jesus said, cry with those, cry with those who cry. Weep with those who weep and laugh with those who laugh. Mm-hmm. If you truly care about them, you will be there for them. And, and no matter, you could have the best news happen to you. Your friend just called you and said, yo, my mom just passed, right? What am I going to say? Well, bro, I just had good news, man. Don't mess this up for me. Then it's no, about it'd be you, bad bro. ignorant, right? It's about so exactly. You. I'm gonna put that to the side and be there for my friend. Um, so yeah, I will just I'll move on from that too as well. And I'm gonna end it with 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 betrayal. I think it comes with wisdom for me. It came with wisdom. I grew up very gullible. I think I was very young, very impressionable. And I was raised to think that you know the world was as was it, it was dangerous, you should be careful, but at the same time, growing up in church as a church boy, you know, God got you. Just go out there, you know, God man, I had to go through a lot of hurt and pain, a lot of betrayal, and like I always envisioned like I try to be I try to be solid. I'm a solid dude, so I feel like the pain, I would never do you like that. That's that's when I felt like somebody betrayed me, that's how I'm thinking. Like, dog, for real. I never would have done you like that. I never would have greased you off like that. I never would have played you like that. I never would have done you dirty like that. You know what I mean? Um, but I realized that's what I see for myself. Yeah. So it took wisdom for me to realize not everybody you rock with or you think you're rocking with is going to be that for you. I I keep it solid because I know I'm solid. Most, people. but it takes time for me to realize. Most people. Are. Yeah, it takes time for me to realize that. Yeah. Now, Uh-oh. you made a good point because you said um cutting out. So now that we're speaking about betrayal, what are some of the prices that you have paid along the way to where you needed to keep your peace? You needed Ooh. to keep your peace and sanity. What you had to let go. What were you willing to oh, let go? Oh my God! Do you, you want me to start? Take the floor. Um, ego. Cutting out the ego. Um, cutting out pride. Cutting out, uh, you know, worrying about what others think. Um, becoming closer with Christ, I think, has been the biggest thing with me. Um, that's you need to cut a lot of the this self gratification things out because it doesn't mean really shit to me. When you say peace, like, uh, you know, I make a healthy amount of money, but it's never given me peace. I'm not a fucking. I'm, I'm not at peace. You said it best. I mean, it's a, but it's a fact, right? I, there's like I said earlier, man. I have friends that make thirty k a year. Friends that are fucking millionaires. Doesn't mean that guy that's making X is at more peace than this man. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that. Mm-hmm. I have come to the realization, no matter what I obtain in a material aspect, does not bring me peace. The biggest peace I have is like conversing with Dana, talking about our future, mm-hmm. talking about kids, mm-hmm. talking to you guys. All this brings me peace. Mm-hmm. And just being closer with God and less less about myself. And I'm always trying to talk to people and ask them how they're doing. And just, just like, man, just checking in with people. I, I've obtained more peace by being more involved in people's lives. Yes. That's how I obtained more peace. Thanks. Now, what you said, what was the price I had to pay? So I got, I had to get rid of selfishness and, and pride and ego because I had all three of those. And um, that's what I had to cut out to obtain it. And I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on it. Like I told you, this this last week has been mentally a struggle because I haven't had any jobs or calls all week at work after being sick. So I haven't been able to close anything for like a half month. So it's up here. But I also have to realize like that's not everything because that's what I'm preaching. So I have to live by that. And if I can live by that, when my time's up here, 
I can rest easy. Facts. That's how I feel. Uh, uh, speaking of what you said earlier, uh, you said something about uh, meeting people, and you know you can be out here and be gullible, et cetera, et cetera. And because you solid, you said I would never have done that to you, and you assume the next man will do the same. Mm -hmm. The next man won't do the same. The next man ain't gonna be you. Mm -hmm. So I have to sometimes get out my way. And I guess you got to do something people don't like doing. That's looking in that mirror and saying, okay, man, everybody's great at something. Everyone's good at something. Try to give them a chance. But in the same token, don't overextend yourself so much Facts. to where they can drop you and drown you. Facts. You know, at the same time, keep your guard up, mm -hmm. but don't have it so much up that to where someone who's good can't reach you. You know, this, this is me looking in my own mirror, looking Stop. in my soul. So I see you know, I have those issues. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to always work on that because that's the world we live in. Because mm -hmm. it almost seems like if you do let your guard too much down, you feel naked. Like I'm open. They might get me. I'm slipping. Yeah, mad I'm slipping now. Yeah, mad you know what I'm saying? Now, if I'm up and someone says it was a mis miscommunication, and like, yo, man, you always standoffish, we can reconcile that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But if I left myself open and you didn't stab me in the gut, we can't come back. We can't come back for me. I can't. I'm not there yet yeah, to yeah. come back. Some people are so forgiving yeah. and loving. And, I, yeah. I, and that's strength. I too. love them that's for strength. that. And the people I've come across is like that. But I can also look at them and say, man, I wish I could get with you. I'm not there yet. Yeah. I am not there. He would have did that. She do this to me. It's not easy. We can't do it. It's like some bad greens. It ain't going to be no, it's, it's Respect, respect, no. it's not, respect. John, it's not easy to forgive people, but I feel like it's essential. Yes. It is. Like, you, like you don't want to leave this earth, no matter what you fucking believe in, where you have leftover resentment or whatever. You have harsh feelings. Like, I, I, I'll never forget. I will always forgive. I will always, no matter how harsh it was, right? My my mother, God rest her soul, she was, um, the woman that she was with, her significant other, was absolutely terrible to her, right? So I got a call, leaving work one day, and they're like, hey, like, I need you to come get your mom. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I go over there, and she's on the, when you walk in, I don't know if you know what split-level homes are, mm -hmm. where you walk in, and you go down, and you go up, split-level homes. So on that little area, she's laying on, sitting up on the ground with a blanket with her phone in urine. So me, I'm like, what, like, what the fuck's going on? My only thought process was to get her up and get her cleaned up. And when you're laying in your piss, you see where I'm driving. I had to physically like wash my mind. It's not, it's not something I would ever wish anybody to have to experience but you have to do what you have to do but she did that shit for me right so i owe this to her and um the woman that left her there had a son named joseph he was like six foot five like not muscular but a big guy like he could have fucking helped her up right but he didn't so i have he was to in the house yeah they left her there so you're better than me so i had to get her in there and everything and then she comes in the room saying that um you know, you need to take her. Like, this isn't what I signed up for. And my, my mind is like, I'm just focusing on my mom right now. I'm not really focusing on this bimbo like that's talking all this shit. I'm sorry. Like, it is what it is. I'm not focusing on her. And I lay her in the bed after I get her cleaned up. And I was like, where we where I lived at, the steps were like this steep, bro. They're fucking steep. She can't walk up there. She's on the heavier side of things. She'll fall down the fucking steps and kill herself. 
So where she was at in that very moment was the safest place she could have actually been. So I told her name was Sherry. I said, Sherry, this is the safest place where she's at right now. I'll figure this out tomorrow and I'll start looking for her for places to live. This isn't what I signed up for. You know, this, I was like, Sherry, like it, you know, life happens and I'm very calm with her for a minute, but you know, life happens. Like I understand you didn't sign up for this, but neither did I, but you neither did your mom. But yeah, but, but you loved her and wanted her and your, no, I didn't. And I literally was like, there's a one bed in this room and y'all both sleep in it. I said, there's photos of you guys on your dresser. So I said, I don't, and I used, I was like, I don't know if you're fucking retarded, but I was gone. I, I got to a point where I was like, I seen red. Mm-hmm. Then her son walks in and he said, is there a problem? And I said, if you want there to be a problem, I can demonstrate on both of you. And I was to a point where I seen red because my mom is ill. She's on the ground. I just cleaned her fucking piss up. Now, I know this is a long drug out story, but what I'm saying is I forgive them because they're just ill people themselves. What? But I will never fucking forget what you did. Exactly. Ever. Exactly. And I will never trust you again. I will never speak to you again. But I wish you well. And I wish you get better. But I'll never fucking forget what you did. That's oh, man. I ain't mind. Thanks I for sharing that too, man. I could. Being vulnerable sharing that too. Yeah. yeah. And that takes immense strength to, to forgive. It's not easy, it's, man. That's, bro, that's the hardest. I mean, it's easy to harbor resentment. But at the end of the day, you know, it's like drinking poison and wanting that person to die. Or wanting that person to suffer. If you don't forgive you know I mean? them, man, yeah. you're suffering. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. You're suffering, man. So that would be my advice to like somebody who can't forgive, man. Learn how to. Yeah. Because at the end of the day... They don't give a fuck. Yeah. Cool. Can I tell you every reaction? Because I'm a, I, you know, I'm a chess, but I'm a thinker. I get what you're saying. And I still have the unforgiving problems. So you know what I do? Because they will take energy from me. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You no longer exist. I don't remember That's- you no more. So you can't take energy from me no more. If I still don't forgive you because I didn't see you no more. I don't think about you no more. I've X'd you out. Of so you're my- saying you don't, you still hate them though. No, I ne- hate never came. No, not hate, like, but you still. I didn't forgive him at all. Can you do that though? Can I what? Can you move on and not forgive someone? I can. I can. But physically, can. physically, you can. And that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, 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 I'm just asking. I didn't know that. But I didn't forgive you. You get what I'm saying? Okay. What you did. I moved on. Okay. I, I, and how I pay you back in the flip side when you saw me before six months or a year now, here's success. You're going to see me, right. you know I me mean, from a distance. Right. I know how you pay people back. With success, keep okay. the change. You know what I mean? You know how to get you. I kill people with kindness. You know what I mean? So, so, so No, I was just asking because I've never heard of that before. Me personally, if I don't forgive you, most likely you still have the power in my mind. Meaning, I got some ill thoughts about you. There's some things I want to do to you. You know what I mean? And if I catch you, I catch you kind of type time. So that's how I see. That's how I thought. So it was, interesting. Yeah, it was interesting to hear that. I never heard that you can move on and not forget. So you, I learned something new. That's what's you, up. I don't really think you're moving on, though. You know why? Because you just said when you see me in six months, so they're still in your head. That's what you I'm... see me. Correct. I see you. You know Correct. how you see me? But you said, you said something to somebody might, else, and might, the word got back to me. Correct. But you said, and then you was mad because I ain't saying nothing. But you said you, when, when we see each other in six months, you're gonna see success. Right. You're gonna see me. I'm gonna uh-huh. be better than what you seen before. But see, see, it's still about. It's still about who cares for me and love me. They're gonna see me. 
like taking an escalator ride in life. I'm never going to be in the same place. I'm not in the same place I was three months ago. So you're I'm not, not in the same place I was six months ago. So you're not. people who love me. If you someone who don't and dislike me for whatever reason, you're going to be hurt. And oh my God, you're going to hurt and stop. But you're not seeking you see me six months you're, So you're not that. seeking them out. No, you're, okay, okay. 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 That's I where know. I was getting yeah, clarification. How I know they exist. It's a small world. Somebody so some knows point, you that some knows point, yeah, you gonna run into that. such and such was saying whatever now about you. Okay. Oh, for real? Ha! And keep going. Or they say the best thing you can do, people John, want your attention. I love John Don. People want your love attention. You. Someone who dislikes you wants your attention. If I'm not speaking to you, I'm walking right by you, and it's like you don't exist, that burns a hater up. Yeah, yeah. That burns someone up. You're not fueling the fire. You're not giving them the kerosene. You're not giving them what they need. Sure, sure, sure. You know what I mean? You're just walking by. So now they st start trying to do all types of stuff. Mm. But you start looking to the other people, and you're like, well, he's not around you. He ain't nowhere near you. Mm. You're starting to look crazy now, man. Mm. You know? Mm. Blah, blah, blah. You can't touch him. He's nowhere near. Mm. But you see him. Elevated. Yeah. Damn. That 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 is a good form of success. If you're like you said, as long as you're not seeking out for their hit, even if you don't call it hidden validation, like I'm gonna prove them wrong and I'm gonna become something mm -hmm. and they gonna watch me. To me, you still ain't let that go. Yeah, clearly. But as long as you but you clarified that that just you were genuinely I ain't even worried about it. I ain't stunning you. I don't focus no. on me and now you gotta you be gotta seeing me and hearing about exactly. me. Exactly. Someone who loved me that. is going to be that. like and come to me and that. be like, yo, you're not the same person. I, feel that. Yeah. I say that I no cap. I feel the same way. I, I to myself, I'm like, you know what? You gonna hear about me? You won't. You will be forced to hear about me and how I'm doing. You gonna be at the red light. You're watching. And you me. gonna see me on the billboard like this fool? I can't get him out of my face. Like, that's I tell myself. I tell myself that. I yeah, think it's facts. for me. It's more about proving myself right than proving anybody wrong. Sure. It's it's always that because like. I don't have to prove you wrong because you've been wrong the whole time anyways. I'm not feeding into me having to be like, yeah, bitch, like, mm -hmm. I told you. Mm -hmm. I give a fuck. Yeah. I never gave a fuck about you. I'm not going to give a fuck about you now. Oh, right. I need to prove myself right. Right. I hear so many people say, I'm going to prove you wrong. I get it. It's a fire. But what is a bigger fire to proving your fucking self right? That's true. Oh, I knew I could do this. You. I don't think people take that more serious. I think it's more, I got to prove this guy wrong. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Well, I, yeah, I agree with that. Who, I agree. I think, I, yeah, like, I don't I think need validation. Growth, over, no. Yeah, I think with growth and over time, like, there's a lot of people in my life growing up, I always had that mentality, like, oh, oh you think that? I got you bet. And I did succeed. So I used my anger towards and whatever as motivation to okay. get me far. And so, so you had a chip on your shoulder. True. It got true. No, I'm not knocking. No, no, true. That's what you That chip got bigger the more I started succeeding because they kept telling me, no, you can't do it. No, you can't say that. No, you can't do it. And the more I was like, bet, you keep telling me, no, I'm going to prove you wrong. So the chip got bigger. But then I got older, I matured, and I realized that's not the way to go. Like you said, now you need to start looking at yourself. Prove it to yourself. You know what? Well, I agree. I, at, I some point, I at some point, you need to make that transition from thinking like a little boy. Yeah. I'm going to prove you wrong to, now nah, I'm going to prove and you to myself. And you just sit back and just enjoy the show. You know where the start happens? I, I think I get I think I get into this uh, mental thing to where I don't even hear you saying that. I don't even hear your voice no more. You telling me that, uh, hey, man, you, you're you not going to be able to do that. I don't hear Because now it's all on you. Now you're thinking for you. I don't need your validation, good or bad. Yeah, yeah. Because if I use your validation and you're giving me good energy, mm -hmm. you'd be the same one to tear me down yeah. later. 
True. So I don't I don't use none of the energy, True. not from someone saying good, not want something bad. True. You know what I mean? I'm looking at the man in the mirror. I guess Michael Jackson said it. You know the man. I'm looking oh, at him. I saw him. I said that. Man in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said that. Looking at that man in the mirror, like yo, I just got tunnel vision. This is what I'm gonna do. Sure. And at the end of it, wherever I'm at, yeah. hey, we'll see. I, you know what I mean? For me, I'm grateful that trying to prove people wrong didn't end in my detriment because I I do see even for young adults and kids where they're trying to prove themselves to other people it does lead you down a very dark path and you know you just people please it, it could be bad but so i'm grateful that i didn't you know uh, the I reason i don't like to prove people wrong is because everybody thinks they always can and when you fucking can't well, there's no other anger like you well, just got punched in the balls dude like that's such like a hit i was like damn well, i was i was gonna prove this guy wrong and now i didn't now he laughing twice as hard yeah so for me i think yeah. i changed my mentality because if I'm blessed enough to have kids with Dana, I want to be able to, you know, practice what I'm preaching here and explain this to them in that way. Mm. That's why I always say prove yourself right. Mm. If I have girls or boys or whatever, I want to be able to instill that in them. Like, yo, you were always going to be the shit. Mm. Always. Mm. They say you're always going to be the shit. Don't prove them wrong. Mm. Prove, prove yourself right. Even through failures, too. I yeah. think definitely preaching to our kids that for the future, even through, like, <laughs> Look forward to failure because that's the time to learn. We spoke about that before. Embrace the suck, man. Embrace the suck, man. When you when you fail, take that as like, okay, cool. I'm learning from this. You a bikini bottom. So this joint don't happen never again. You a bikini bottom, bro. Like ain't nowhere to go but up, bro. Like I, how could, you know, how you say like you don't want to spend the energy of proving someone wrong, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I kind of. Yeah, when you young, you got the energy. Trust me. When I was young, what I was proving everybody wrong. Mm -hmm. Your mama, your granddad, I, mean, I was proving everybody wrong because mm -hmm. I had the energy. Mm -hmm. And luckily, like I said, it wasn't to my detriment. But as I got older, I was like, bro, I'm 15, 16, 17. I'm trying to prove. Man, please let me let me get this. See, let me get this towards myself, and then I started realizing, oh, I really am gangster. Mm -hmm. Like not trying to be like on no braggadocious, but okay, I really am the man because I'm not even proving to y'all no more. It's on me, and I'm seeing the fruits of my hard labor geared towards me, not trying to prove to y'all. What? Not really going like trying to prove or other people or see other people right. That means I'm feeding off other people's energy. Exactly. I, I feed off me. Exactly. I kind of live by. Exactly. You might it may don't make sense. I kind of wake up every day thinking I'm the question and the answer. Mm, mm. whatever i'm trying to do whatever that day happens i don't care if it was good or bad where i was sitting at i gotta figure it out i'm the question i'm the answer no matter what i can figure out long as enough i take the self-accountability i can get myself out of it respect and even if it don't happen today it'll happen tomorrow sure you know what i mean because patience is a virtue mm -hmm. i could be down i gotta kind of believe in me and in the moment mm -hmm. and dwell in the misery i dwell in that misery you know what I'm saying? Because I can know what the sunshine is if I dealt with the rain. Mm. I, I really, I really can't. Preach it, dog. I really can't. No. No, I'm just saying, like, because it's <laughs> a dark. The word, though. It's like, the word. dark moments really bring the best out of me. Absolutely. Like, the things, I, when I look back at a lot of little things I may have been through, mm. if I'm sitting by myself and I get through it, if you shed tears, if you didn't shed the tears, whatever you did to get through it. Yes. And at that moment, the stuff we're talking about earlier, about friends, people, they would have showed me who they are too. Now I'm in my darkest That's moment. That's true, because at the darkest moment, yeah. the, the hand coming through through the darkness. Yeah, if yeah. I didn't see nobody, that text wasn't there, this and that, and Joe Blow, I didn't see him, didn't yeah. see that dude. Yeah. Guess what? I know who's who and what is what. That's true. So over time, over, over time. time, it just over takes time. adversity to bring it out. Yeah, and that's why we said in the other one. That's why you almost seek for it only because. I know who I'm going to, I know my strongest point, right? At the darkest moment, I'm at my strongest. I mean, I feel like it, but I'm at my strongest. When I'm at my darkest moment, I'm the closest to God. 
-hmm. You don't, people don't realize that when you're at your most darkest moment, if you just be silent, mm -hmm. you often can hear the whispers of God, the Holy Spirit. That's just me. When you're at yeah, your man. darkest, you are at the closest of with God. Mm -hmm. He can reach you at your moment. He was, when Daniel was in the lion's den, this man was surrounded, was thrown in a prison full of lions, and this man, God reached him in a pit full of lions. You when know what I'm saying? So in your darkest moments, bro, he there. Dude, when you're favored by God. Mm -hmm. You're also favored by the devil. Maybe we got, got two pastors up here. Y'all hear this? You are. Got two pastors. When, when you don't have, when everything's going so well, it's the easiest for him to attack. It's true. It's like, that's when, I when get you're nervous. in your darkest time. I'm nervous when things are going good. I'm really at edge. I, you know, I heard I'm happy when things this. are kind of a little messed up bro. because I know this is normal life. Well, I talked that with my girl last night. Stress, time. okay. Was, I, yo, this when, is when normal. She, when shit goes too well, there was a guy he was on a podcast and he said that you know him and his wife had had conversations like he had just gotten a promotion at his job um they just had their baby they got engaged and he said he looked at his wife and said you have to be prepared something bad is going to happen because it balances each other out mm. you really highs really lows and i think the next thing like he got really ill they were he was not he was like hospitalized for weeks but he said like he was prepared for something to happen because not everything always goes great. Sure. When he said that, I was like, damn, that's that's actually pretty deep. Yeah. I don't know if that's still if he makes it through that and illness, that's still philosophy. When though. he's down Stoic's in the hospital, that. that's a beautiful time in his life. Because yeah. he's gonna get to see who's who and what is what in his life. Yeah. Because yeah. those yeah. people are either gonna come to the hospital, they're gonna be there for his wife, they're gonna be there if they really that. Because guess what? You at your lowest point, you got nothing to offer, you ain't even physically fit to do anything. Right. So now you about to find out who's who around you it's a dark moment so True. dark you, you can't even your body's turning on and i want to i want to touch on something too because you guys both gave y'all's answers on the price that you guys have paid personally yeah the price that i had to pay for my piece and this is just my personal experience you guys already named the stuff that i would have named personal you know accountability and all that stuff i i agree all that pride ego all that um but I think a lot of people are stuck in this predicament where they are stuck within this bind, this bond of toxic loyalty with others. You'll hear people say, like, he gives me a headache, but that's my son. Or she gives me, I can't with her no more, but that's my mama. That's my, it don't matter who they are. At some point, you need your peace. And if you are not causing havoc in other people's lives, that does not give people the right to cause havoc in yours. And it doesn't give you the right to just be this peacemaker or this people pleaser trying to always be the savior. It's not your job. You know, at some point, you need to also let certain people go in your life. That doesn't mean you need to let them go fully, just straight ice them out. But you need to let them know, listen, you are making my life very chaotic. I'm at a point right now where I need peace. And I've told you this several times, and you still can't give me what i'm asking for out of respect and out of love but i'm giving you what you always want you need me there in your chaos i'm there for you but you can't bring peace to my front door i'm gonna, I'm gonna need to pull back a little bit so i'm gonna see you a little less and again based on how that goes it might be a a, a, a complete departure or they may be like you know what let me get my ship together yeah you get what i'm saying I so i think a lot of people are stuck in these binds with these relatives or family members or cousins or friends or even relationships just because that's such and such i don't care if that's Mookie from up the block and y'all been in diapers together or if that was your mama, if they are toxic and you are doing your self work, you're accountable, you're doing your work, you gotta cut that out. You can't grow when you have weeds around you. You can't. You can't. I, like I, can't. I, I see exactly what you're saying. Like it's more or less like you know how you said you know you're a good person because you sat that person down, you talked to them and said you bring constant chaos in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit you down. You know why I'm not gonna sit you down? Because you didn't come to me and say, "Okay, I'm about to bring a bunch of chaos in your life." 
They just Which, you just brought it to me. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? I'm gonna give you your energy you gave me. Let him just step away. Here you go. Here you go. I yeah. just stepped away. Yeah. I just didn't do something. Or that nothing. too. Or that. No announcement, no nothing. Yeah. Because it's a yeah. waste of time because yeah. you knew what you was now, gonna do. Yeah, to me it all depends. There's some people where if I love them enough, and I've had a lot of longevity with them, a long time with them, depending on how close we are, even if they do dump, right? They don't even they don't even let me know. They just dump into my life. If I love you enough, I will at least give you one, maybe two, but I'm uh, the second one. I'll be really stern with you. I'm gonna let you know how it is, and you're not gonna like it. The first one, I'm gonna be very gentle and calm. I'm gonna be like Christ first. I'm gonna be very gentle. I'm gonna try to give you what you need in a nurturing way. Second time, I'm gonna be a little more fierce. But there's some people now. Most certainly, I've ghosted mad people because I don't tolerate what your BS. If you just coming into my life and you bringing chaos after the first few encounters, nah, bro, you ain't even worth it. Sis, take I, that over there. I, Where's the one? I've been trying to call you, yeah, yeah. Keep trying. <laughs> I'm not doing that until you get your shit together. I think because it, I've done my part. Yeah, it depends on the situation. I feel um, exactly. Yeah, I've because it's some good people who are total mess ups. That's I, true. I, I, I mean, they bump their head, but their heart is genuine. I've changed over the years. Yeah, I've changed over the years where it's like I, I listen. I agree with what both y'all are saying. With you know, I'm gonna give you the same energy. Blah blah blah. So on so. For me, I'm like, I'm at a point now where it's like. If you're bringing all this shit to my door, like there's a reason for it, right? Like it's um, I need to be able to help you figure out like why are you being like this? That's just that's my okay. pur- that's my purpose. Now, is there a time? My like, new- how long is too long though? It's you like, like what are you doing though? Like are you? I'm not saying I'm meeting up with you. I'm saying a, a phone call, a text message. And you you can stay in contact with people and try to help them in every which way. You don't necessarily have to be like, hey, I'm coming over so we can talk or we got to have a sit down. But I feel like you should check in with people continuously, even if like they've been a headache in your life. I really feel like that because you know why it only takes two seconds, right? It takes two seconds. But how long is too long though? Like you, you, you I feel like we've had this, we had this conversation, I think in the beginning and then, um, I think my mentality has changed a little bit on that. I don't think it's ever too long. I, I, I don't. Like, it's because life is short. Mm-hmm. And when we walk out of here, we're not even guaranteed to, we're not even guaranteed to finish talking this sentence. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you, when people are really going through shit and they're bringing it to your door and mm-hmm. bringing chaos in your life, is it, I guess it's your perception of chaos. Yeah. It's like how you're perceiving things. But I, I feel like, you need to be there for somebody because maybe you were like that years ago and you didn't realize it and they never gave up on you. And I feel like I'm going to turn the other cheap guy. Yeah, That's just who I am because I want to be an outlet for somebody because I'm blessed enough to be a good listener mm. and just shut the fuck up and let them talk mm. and then respond accordingly. No, I feel like some people don't. It's hard to, to, do. to those to those when that are trying. Hard. As long as there's intention, all right. That's so, what I'm saying. I'll give you that. He is if they, if, if they, he's corner. right. If there's intention, and I see that you're trying, you may depending on how severe you can't seem to get it together, but you're trying. I can handle that. There's some people <laughs> in your life that are just met. They are agents. They are meant to just cause confusion in your life. Mm-hmm. They are just strictly meant to every time you have good news to damper on you. They are just meant to be chaos. And again, you said turn the other cheek. I'm all for. It. I'm a good Christian. I turn the other cheek, but I ain't got many cheeks to turn. I'll, yeah, but I'll, just, I ain't got many cheeks. Let to me. Turn after let that. me. Do you yeah, mind if I explain this in a different way? Yeah. It's like when I say turn the other cheek. Like if they're if they're constantly like down on you and everything, I still love you. 
absolutely that's what i mean like i still love you i'll still listen to you i'm not i'm not now bringing good news or bad news to you but i'm going to listen to you get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you just said like oh you bring them good news and they bring you down mm-hmm. you don't have to tell them anything mm-hmm. hey man what's going on how you doing i, I know it's you what's our relationship I, who fucking cares i do that's I don't. Energy. I, I, it's, it's that's energy. But it, Listen, it's, they're it's, in your life, right? Back and forth. So if there were a friend, if they were a family member, it's like I, I value time more than anything, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do whatever I can to rekindle something, no matter what. So it, I'll do it from a distance. Absolutely. So what's the difference of you being able to, rather than having to be in their life and hear them out, when you can say, "Listen, I love," like he said earlier, "I love you." But I'm gonna pull back until you show some bit of everybody can't go on this magic carpet success ride. And not everybody, right. and not everybody, everybody can't and go. Not every person you that cross your path is actually meant it's, it's not meaningful. Some people are just NPCs. You just naturally, hey, what's up? Pissed hey, off, hey, man. And talk trash, and that's it. Right. You know I, mean? I don't bring chaos to no and, one. And that's what that's I, don't, I don't want to sound braggadocious, but like, I think because I was raised a people pleaser, I was raised to eat a lot of shit from a lot of people. I tolerated so much. So I can confidently say I I never really bring drama to people. If anything, people would bring it to me, and I'm over here shifting their drama, placing it back on their lap so they can bring it back to me another week. So for me, I think I didn't want to say that, but like I don't bring drama. It, it, it'd be one thing if I was chaotic, yep. or if there was a time where I was extremely chaotic. Yeah, but bro, I was a Dude. I was a people pleaser. That's I'll, all I did was help people. Mess up, I don't want to take the fall. I'll give you. I gotta pay for my problem. I'll give you examples. You know I can't pay for somebody else. I'll give you. Up. I'll give you examples. So I was with my ex uh, fiance for seven years. She threatened to kill herself outside of my apartment maybe a month and a half ago. Um, she photoshopped like my face on bodies of somebody naked online. She uh, stole my identity and put me in fifteen thousand dollars worth of credit debt. Um, she's lied on my name. She slandered my name. I still pray for her. I, sure. t- when she was out, when she was out front of my house, uh, outside of the apartment, there was a truck, and I didn't see the truck, and it, it hit something, and it sounded like a gunshot. In that moment, my heart stopped for a second because I realized that I I thought she had taken her life. And when I say that, as much shit as she's done to me, it ne- I didn't give a shit. I can take it. I can handle it. I was born. I, I was made to handle shit, right? But in that fucking moment, I I was like a tear because I had to fucking look out the window, and I still seen her in that fucking car, and I said, "Thank God." Thank God, because I don't know if I would have been able to live with myself. Sure. Because she texted me all this shit, right? And I was like, hey, like, you need to stop doing this. Like, you need to take care of yourself. You need to find peace in yourself. Mm-hmm. So when I say, like, what she's put me through for seven years, that's it's a long time. A long fucking time, man. So even with the darkest shit that she's done to me, you know, Dana might not want to hear it, but at the end of the day, I still wish her well. If she ever, like, when she reaches out, I'm always like, listen, like, I want well for you. Just, I, I don't, I can't deal with it right now because of Dana, mm-hmm. not because of me, mm-hmm. because I'm in a relationship. So right. I get what you're saying. There's circum- there's circumstantial things mm-hmm. where you have to adjust accordingly. And I think that's the one flaw in my argument. Mm-hmm. But it, it, at the end of the day, like, I, I value life so much, man, to where it's like, even with her reaching out to me and I still can't like shut her off because there's something wrong with you and you need help and you're sick and you're ill and you're mentally ill and you, 
check yourself into a, a fucking psychological rehab, like, and all that. And I'm like, thank God I'm blessed enough to not be in that position, but I'm also blessed enough to aid in somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what, that's how I think. I see your perspective. You I, after explaining that, I, yeah, after you explain I'm not there where you're at. Yeah. Because, uh, because that, in that situation, in a female or anyone, anybody, you do some of those I see your perspective things, now, though. You know, I get what you're saying. Like, I'm, I'm a hundred percent in where you at. And, and <laughs> yo, I, that's part of me and my hurdles to get to that point. But, but ladies and gentlemen, you can't pull from an empty cup either. I can't. No, you can't, me, you can't I pull can't from an empty cup. You. I can't pull <laughs> you. And like I said, once you've done those things, I think I just have this thing i've shut you out and, and you listen. don't exist the next time we're gonna speak is we we have to make them yeah. we have to make them we have judgment day next yeah. time we talking yeah, yeah. in this world yeah. we no longer exist and so you, i would have heard that boom mm. I don't know, man. Put something on TV. I don't know what the heck. Man, because yo, I don't know. I don't say it no more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I Listen, I just feel like this, even on a, on a biblical term, there's a passage where the Lord says, I will turn you over to a reprobate mind. Meaning, if you choose to be foolish after I have continuously guided you, gave you direction, gave you peace, gave you patience, at some point, I got to hand you over. So I'm going to hand you over to a reprobate mind. God at one point handed these people in, in, in the Bible to a reprobate mind because they were just so foolish. They were so ignorant and they just were not getting it. Right. So, and also Jesus said, y'all probably heard me say, I love this. I love this quote that he says, let those that have ears hear. If they're not willing to listen to you, to me, you're wasting your time and you're wasting breath. And that's also time and patience that you can be giving somebody else. I'd rather nurture somebody who actually wants to be nurtured than somebody who's like, just coddle me because I don't have the heart to stand on my own two feet and actually take care of my own BS. So again, from experience, you just have to know who you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. If they really want help, listen, I'll go with you to the ends of the earth. Like you were saying. But as long as you want somebody to just hold your hand and coddle you because you don't want to stand on your two feet, you got the wrong one. You got the wrong Christian. Mm -hmm. That ain't, that ain't, that ain't me. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Like you were saying, obviously, it was dealing with sheep or whoever he, she was dealing with mental issues. Sure. Let's say you got someone dealing with mental issues and they keep jumping in the water, keep getting in deeper, deeper waters. If I keep trying to pull you out, eventually, eventually, I'm putting myself in danger because you're going too deep and you're going to keep doing this. I'm not a psychologist. This Mm -hmm. is going too far. So, so I don't feel sad if you do something crazy to yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I can get away and not give you no more of my energy, not be uh, hating you no more. Here's the shout out. You no longer here no more. We both got to meet God someday. When we meet them together, it's, we talk it over then. In the physical, yeah. this is done. This yeah. is done. I can't, I can't do it. No. And, the, and the biggest and small thing you can do, and I'll let you finish, the biggest yet the small thing you can do at the end of the day, if you really can't physically help them, just pray for them. Boom. Leave it right up to so God. That's where I Leave was, that was going to hit at because you don't, like I said earlier, it doesn't have to be physical. Yeah. A text message, a phone call, a FaceTime, yeah. a prayer takes you zero fuck it takes you more energy to put your fucking shoes on that you don't even need yeah i got then to fucking text somebody or reach out to somebody or call something i but it's hard uh, for me to pray for or because you didn't done me if you did something you really cut me or really hurt me it is it's hard for me to pray for you i'm just i need to heal myself for the wound you gave i'm just this is just flesh bro it's it is literally just fucking flesh like it's it hurts how i feel means i go ow like my, I'll, I'll admit, although I'll, I'll admit, I grew up Christian, but at the same time, some, some of the most venomous people I grew up around, I mean, hateful, yeah. venomous people who taught me how to hate and hold on to grudges were the Christians. But that's why I don't. So again, but what, it, what is a Christian? 
Get a, a person who supposedly follows Christ and who follows the teachings of the prophet Jesus Christ. You sure? But Christianity is a religion, right? I okay, so that's where we differ. I don't see it as a religion. I think most people modern today will call it a religion. It's a faith walk. It's 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 a faith walk. Christian. Faith walk meaning it it's by your faith. So for example, um a religion you could tell a, a particular a, you can tell an Amish person, right? Because how they dress. They will show you what they are. Mm. A believer in Christ, you're not supposed to really know who they are. You know them by their spirit. That's why it says judge by their heart, not by their actions. You know what I'm saying? So this is why you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. You like, I don't even like this dude. Turns out you can be the most gentle, kindest believer in Christ who truly loves everybody, but you look like a skinhead. And I'm over here like, I don't KKK dude over here. Look at this, look at this skinhead over here. He might be the most kindest man. Judging a book by his cover. Judging a book by his cover. So that's why I say it's a faith walk rather than a religion. Okay. Modern day society today will always try to lump Christianity with all these other religions. I, it's a faith walk. So I, I guess my point okay. is like, I can't believe the two biggest, know yeah, the two, you gotta know. Okay. That's my problem. I can't believe and like if I believe I in anything, I don't know it. If I believe in something, I don't know it. I've got the truth. That's the definition of belief. If Ready? I don't believe you're sitting here, I know it. If I believe in anything, I don't know it. Right. I need to know it first. Now, I can say I'm you can't say different religions if we get into that. I don't I don't I know there's a higher power that's bigger than me that's responsible for everything that's around. Correct. That has to be. So there's something bigger than me. So that's you say you gotta see something to believe. So when you leave here and you get to see it, no, I'm trying to. I'm, what I'm saying is, what you said. I said I, I I cannot believe in anything. I gotta know it. So you gotta give me when you when you leave here and you get in your car and you put your seatbelt on when you drive out on that highway. Mm -hmm. Do you know you're gonna make it home safe or not? No. You're still doing it. You believe it though. No. Believe it. I hope. I don't oh, believe it. It still takes faith. See, here we go again. Every I day, I, I hope that I can get through. I know it can be done. And I, it, it, the, my next walk could be the last walk. You get up out this chair. Ooh, this one came to join you. It's over. I know where you at with it. Nothing is promised. You get it. Yeah. I get that part. My, my thing is, when it, we talk about religion, people, this, that, if you good, bad, I can't believe it. I got to know it. I got to know it. I, it has to be known. So I'm going to say, yo, I believe in such and such. Oh, you don't know it. You believe in it, though. You know what I'm saying? I need to There's, know. But that's where, that's where faith comes in, though, because faith is sometimes not fully knowing. Some people will be like, you really believe that there's a God or a man in the sky mm -hmm. who, you know, yes. Yeah, I believe it's something bigger than... And I also, but, but I believe it first before I know it. I also, I, also, I also wasn't around when Adam and Eve was around. But I truly believe this is, that that there's evidence that that stuff is true. But I believe it first. Yeah, you so, know what I'm saying? It's something stronger that, than me that's and you faith, responsible. That's faith comes from. I guess I life comes from life. Mm -hmm. That's it. doesn't come from fucking anywhere else. That's why there is a higher power. Mm -hmm. Now, when we all... When it's all of our time up, whoever's right, hopefully... You know, we all get judged the same, sure. right? But I guess my point is, like, with with Christianity, I personally consider a religion. So it's Christianity, and then you have the Muslim Brotherhood, right? But they both have very many similarities, um, just different ways of living because yeah, Abraham's of... Abrahamic religion, yeah. Abrahamic, yeah. Um, so, yeah, my thing is, like, I don't necessarily follow religion because... It came down to, like, when I was in the church, I grew up in, like, a cult-like church. That is not to say 
all churches or cult like right. by any means or mosque nothing like that or cult like but they, there are some that are absolutely there's I'm some. not following a man that is asking me to call him father I don't do it you might differ from no, me I, I know your father was a preacher yeah, yeah, yeah right so like I'm not calling you father you didn't, you didn't birth me. God didn't say like, call. God, didn't, God never said call the next man father unless he is your father. I, I I try to live the right way, and just and it, it's I I just I follow Christ. I don't follow religion because it can take you down many paths, and then you're going to say this, you're going to say that. Now spin my words, and this is contradicting to that, and this is contradicting but, to that. But getting but getting like, back to it, but that's why I say this is why I want to make this very clear because I think I know a lot of believers, Christians, people in religion, no matter Islam, whatever. They are taught, and not every church teaches this, but the church, from my experience, it was culty. So they'll tell you, you need to be loyal to the members. It don't matter what they go through. If they need your help, you keep assisting them. You keep assisting them. I'm telling you, you will waste your life, and you will waste the gift that God also has for you to live out because you over here worrying about somebody who ain't trying to do that. They're waste. Some people are, like I said before, some people are coming into your life as agents they want to cause confusion they want to cause chaos and they want to do the most main thing waste your time and waste god's gift on you we I, all have gifts and yeah. attributes that god wants to work through us and as long as you're worrying about somebody else that, that you know don't want saving you can't be used to help other people who really yeah. need saving so i guess my so there's a toxic loyalty that's really pushed that i'm just trying to like yeah so i guess my let god let god work on let yeah god my biggest question is like you, you said that, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just no, a, I'm asking. Yeah. You said that um, you know, you don't want to help somebody that doesn't need saving, or you need God put you here to do this. Like, like how do we really don't know, mm -hmm. right? Like why God? Like, apart from reproduction purposes, like why? What is your purpose? We we can think we know, but we really don't know. So for me to say like, oh my my um. You know, God put me here to not worry about him because he's not trying or this. Maybe he did. We, we, nobody, yes, you need nobody to start knows. Yes. yes, you follow God with That's that. why, like, when, whenever I have the opportunity to help anybody mm -hmm. and I can without overextending myself to where I want to put myself in such a burden, I go. think that's like that fine line yes. which you guys have said. Yes. But yes. I'm always going to try. I'm always going to try to help somebody. I, I think that's my best, my best friend. Of many years, and I don't talk is is a Muslim guy. His name's Usman. Me and him had had very deep conversations about different religion, mm -hmm. and he always tells me he believes in Jesus Christ, but he doesn't believe he was the savior. Mm -hmm. They'll that's, say he was a prophet. He was, and that's one. They'll even go as far as saying he was a great prophet. They'll say yeah. he, was, he was a man who he was powerful. So all different religions big. believe in him, but just of what he was is in different eyes. So when I say, I, that's why it's like, even though me and him disagree, I can still have conversations with him and hear him out. Absolutely. And he's still, he's still a very giving and compassionate person. Mm -hmm. and he always asks how people are doing and he tries to live a certain way. Some of my best friends and people I've ever came across were from other faiths. So I think again, yeah. again, growing up from my experience, Christianity, a lot of Christians only hub, hub in clusters. So here's the thing that fr makes me frustrated. I've met beautiful the, people that are atheists. Ab absolutely. The most beautiful kindest people, people who are straight atheists. Guess what? I, and and I love them just as much. Now, mm -hmm. let me say this. I, would, the, I got something. God said in the Bible, once you become saved, go out among them. Right? Meaning, be who you are. He's not saying convert. So I can't stand them Christians like, you need to be a Christian. You know, you stand outside the abortion clinic talking about you going to hell. Come on, bro. Jesus wouldn't even have done that. You know what I'm saying? It's ignorant. When he says go out, what he means is be who you are. Be who I called you to be. 
be like Christ. He was gentle. He was kind. He was compassionate. But homie was not a pushover. You know what I'm saying? He flipped tables. He was whipping them dudes outside the synagogue because these people were doing some blasphemy stuff in the synagogue. He's like, we're not doing it up in here. So he was not no pushover. But he was kind. He was compassionate. And he was gentle. And he had he had humility about him. That's all God is telling us to do when we go out into this hurting world. People need humility. People need to be taught how to be kind. They need empathy. Not these harsh Christians who want to just sit there and scold people. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. Yeah. That, that's just the terrible way. And you're you're disrupting I think, what the intention of God wanted. I think I just need to, I, I'm, I'm, you know, putting on myself once again, questioning the answer. Mm -hmm. I need to learn more. Because if you we learn do. more and you don't do. know enough, that's the only way ignorance swoops in. That's it. That's the only way you can be told something buffoonery because you don't know no better. That's, that's the only way that happens. Yeah. If you know and you you know you've been studying or whatever, would not now the different religions and everything can become more clearer. Mm -hmm. Now, as you spread a word to me and say something in the name of whatever faith won't penetrate or sell so quickly mm -hmm. but it will sell if i'm ignorant i don't know no better either way mm -hmm. you know what i mean so sometimes you got to just say to yourself i must learn absolutely i've come across muslims christians and anyone i come up like yo i must learn mm -hmm. but i hear what you're saying mm -hmm. for me it don't always because i've had some poor representations of all religions growing up because mm -hmm. the almighty dollar sign got in the way okay I, I, that has been my problem okay this is from the gut Let's go away. That's what I'm talking about. That's like the dark side. That's, that's what I've been exposed to. That's that's that is what I've been exposed to growing up. Religion has been given to me from different people, different religion, Baptist, Buddhist. Somehow the almighty dollar poisoned it. So it, somehow that came in the way. So it's somehow. been a it's been a learned. It's been a learned like it's been a learned behavior. A learned behavior. But you're you've learned that, right? Like that's what you were no, spreading the word. This is the no, different no, no. people but, but from different how you see things based upon what you absorbed. It's based on what I was. What you've seen, what you heard, and what you experienced. Your experience, your life experiences. You. That's why you have that view, mm -hmm. right? So it's like that's what I'm trying. That's what I was trying to say earlier. Like I grew up in a cult church, but I don't have that view because I separated religion from. Jesus, like that was just me personally. As you should, yeah. You know yeah. that that's the big thing, and and Jesus tells you to not chase after riches. So the people that are preaching all that, I don't associate with that because it's not what I it's not what I'm about, and I don't and I think it's just you know the the love of money is the root of all evil. But what these it's people fair. do is initially they're not going to you're not going to find it. They're coming from it's about the riches and the money. You'll find that out later. They'll come across to you. You know, the snake, he going to come across to you at first, like he's giving you and you're getting the knowledge from him and he has the best, and he's coming as, yes. which you'll find out well, later, it becomes the issue. Let me say this. Are you familiar with the religious leaders? If you live, you read the New Testament, are you familiar with the religious leaders? Yes. These are, these represent, now this is funny because this was 2000 years ago or, or a little after before mm -hmm. Jesus' death, but these people are no different than these people today. The T.D. Jakes, the Creflo Dollars, the Joe Olsen's, yeah, I'm calling all them out. Because these people are exploiters, and I grew up in amongst men who were also exploiters. You know what I mean? They was they was local dudes, but they was exploiters. They knew to if I could sell you some hope, if I could sell you some faith. And a lot of these dudes were ex pimps, gangbangers. Man, these hustlers from the street. All they did was go off the street into the building and sold hope to people. But the religious leaders were no different than what people are today. The religious leaders used to stand outside, Lord from heaven. We are we are not worthy. They wanted praise. They wanted admiration. You know what Jesus said? It's terrible. So when you do good by people, oh, they would also they would also see a homeless man. They would make a scene. 
right? What do we see today on TikTok? It's exportation. Recording while, while I'm giving a homeless man money. Oh, look at this. Look what I'm doing for billions of dollars of lights and stuff like that. You know what Jesus said? That was wrong. What's his teaching now? When you do good, don't let nobody know what you're doing. Yeah. Nobody should know the blessings that you do for others. And, be, and if anything, when you do do that, your blessings will come down a hundredfold because you're not out here trying to tell people what you're doing. <laughs> so everything that the religious leaders did 2,000 years ago, we still doing today. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We're no different from what they were back in the day. That's why I was getting that you word. Know what I'm so that's why I say Jesus and religion. Jesus was not a man of religion. He hated religion. This man was, he. do you know who this, this man disrupted so much in his three years of ministry? This man was not playing with none of these people with these orders and people who had structures. He was like, we turned this up down. He was a rebellious man and he was so rebellious that he died a you know a sinless death. You know what I mean? So like, he saw these leaders who was always pushing power and, and, and greed. He was like, No, bro, we're not doing that. But so, even the cleft so look, look in the hood. You see these preachers today. See these preachers today. Let's let's do another offering. Mm -hmm. Let's revival time. I know a No, but I know I, a, I know a pastor who said, listen. It's tax season. We about to have two more offerings. And you know what all them people did? Oh, hey, man, I feel the Holy Spirit. I'm going to put more money in. Now you got to take the bus home because you ain't got the money to put my gas in your car. Okay? I, I ain't new to this. I'm true. Or they, or I they spent the money now. on the fucking suit. Like it's a fashion show. Ain't none of this ain't got nothing to do with God. So, again, please let's separate off rip. Jesus was nothing of religion. This man was so against religion. That's why he died. Mm -hmm. Okay, now death. that's Jesus. I think so once religion has hit like, man, it's been corrupt. So how do I handle that? I must learn. Learn. When yeah. I learn yes. now, someone like TD Jakes, he could be an explorer, but TD Jakes will say something that is truthful. And it's honest that you could bring like the word. You know, you know how to study. Left old dollar, but you know they how, how to spell how to They know how to spell. You gotta learn. The scripture says you be, can separate listen, the garbage. The scripture from says good. beware of sheep's and wolves' clothing. You will have people. Just because a mug knows scripture don't mean they of God. Mm -hmm. Demons know scripture. Right. Demons was around when the Holy Spirit was guiding these men. How many men in a in a time span of like four hundred years to write a book? Mm -hmm. Ain't none of them fools known each other. But yet this book came out. No no record yeah. in history of a book has ever been like that since like eight hundred authors, right? Yeah, or something. There's a lot of them who's never even met. So how does this book from Genesis all the Revelations make so much sense and tie into each other? So you got to understand, demons means wise yeah, one. Man. These mugs have been around since before mankind, because when Satan, Lucifer, was exiled out of heaven onto earth, so did one third of the demons. So these mugs have been roaming around here longer before we've been here. So they know you. They study your genetics. They study your Bro. pattern. They know your family you history. Look, you Why you think certain families may have drug addiction? Why some may have lust and they got babies everywhere. They ain't got no fathers in the home. They study your your family genealogy. Oh, we all we gotta do is sprinkle some drugs in his system. Let's 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 try to push drugs in his life because it's already in his mommy, daddy, and grandparents' life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They study us. So again, it takes wisdom to know this stuff. You gotta know it. I know knowledge. Knowledge. I think that's why I'm at gotta the learn. Most peace. Sorry, y'all get passionate about this. I'm sorry. That's why I'm at the most <laughs> peace in my life now because I have an understanding of who so facts. I'm still trying to figure discernment. out. I'm still it is, never man, stopping. Like, I'm going to be honest. It, it's a lot of these really high-profile people yeah. the minute I that when you look at them and listen to them talk, you're like, like without getting too into like you're like, damn, like, what the fuck they just said? Yeah. Like, people telling you to get ready for another pandemic and saying all this. Yeah. And Bill Gates talking shit and yeah. upside-down crosses and these signs. I'm mm -hmm. like, what the fuck? Like, it's mm -hmm. all there. And you know why I believe it? Because they predicted this thousands of years ago absolutely that's why i believe it. Mm -hmm. because you predicted something thousands of years ago 
that's literally coming true step by step. I, I wouldn't even say predicted. They but knew. See, I'll tell you they this. They knew. I think Judgment Day is, is closer than we think. Absolutely. And I think it's fucking scary. Yeah. Because I, there's yeah. going to be rap. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. did you hear the story about like the wake like reappearing out? Drying and, up, drying up. Oh yeah, that's, that's what a, it was. That's a prophecy. Bro, there's several prophecies and that, happening. And, and that was in the Bible. Yes. They said that was going to happen. One of the things that was going to river, I think. Once they yep. said, once that starts drying up, listen, listen. I'm joking. There's a reason why America has a lot of power for what we have left. But there's a reason why a lot of information doesn't come to America. Because if we wanted to really stop this, we could. But that's why we don't really know what's going on. So back then, when you got news, you knew, okay, in Taiwan, there was this. And, and in China, there was over here. And in Saudi Arabia, there was over here. We rarely get news. You really got to dig to find what's going on. Correct. Because really, they don't want us to know. They keep America dumb. Yep. I always say America's the last pillar because once America falls, they're going to set the whole thing. And we already in the end time, but they're going to really set Revelation up. Like, did, you going to see some stuff did unfold. You, did you hear the guy from, like, the 1960s that, like, predicted? He was like, how would... Scariest shit in my life, Jack. Because there was this recording in the 60s of how he would take the world down if he was, what, the devil? If he was Satan, yeah. Dude, and everything he said is occurring now. Wars, famines, you name it. It's everything. Everything. Revelation said that. Revelation said in the end times, X. man, listen. You you, don't have to see something to believe. you want to be scared, but if you want the full truth, when I went through my spiritual wake in 2020, I wasn't even trying to become a a godly man again. I was like, if anything, like I said, I was like, Lord... You want to take me out of here? I don't even care where I go. That's where I was at. But 2020, before the pandemic, the week Kobe passed, I felt this urge not to eat for three days. I went through that euphoric feeling, right? So I, I felt this urge to read the Bible. I read the Revelations three times because there was nothing to do. The pandemic, we all sit up in the house. I read Revelations three times, bro. Uh, we don't want to keep going down this road. But um, crazy, dog. This has been good conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. It was organic, as we always do. We keep the flow. What other questions you got for me, man? Let's end it off like this. What? What's the greatest form of advice you could give somebody right now? Whoa. Um, The greatest form of advice. Yeah, your personal advice. I can give somebody. Somebody's right coming now. to you for advice. What could just you me. Like, I'm not giving it from anybody else. Offer it. Offer it. Just you. From your own life experiences and everything, what's your advice you to give somebody don't take life too serious okay you know don't because i do it myself so i'm not really practicing what i'm preaching which sucks but you learn but you learn but life is so like stressful and chaotic but at the same time when you flip the card over it's the biggest blessing you'll have because you get to go home to your girlfriend you get to go home to your fiance mm-hmm. you're almost married fiance like it's the biggest blessing we have Facts. is is time and and moments in time with our significant others. So don't take life too serious and laugh a lot and cherish the times that you have with your significant other. And just I would say, um, you know, every day you get up, and this is one thing I struggle with, and it sucks, and I have to work on it. Is gratitude will delete anxiety it would hear me out gratitude Mm -hmm. will delete anxiety because if you're grateful for everything you have Mm -hmm. there's no room for anxiety now i'm not always grateful which sucks so my anxiety is always high so don't take life too serious Mm -hmm. and be grateful for every second that you have that's that's what i got excellent what you got 
But you got past them. Nah, I because <laughs> somebody, nah, somebody coming at you with like it's hard for me because it's like the person that's coming to me is with space they're in. You know what I mean? Well, what's the greatest advice then? What's what's your what's the advice? Everything you seems to be in a rat race to try to get ahead and rather than financially. Like, yeah. that's the thing. Everyone's caught in a rut. Sure. You know what I mean? So all I could say to someone who is trying to get ahead in life, and I guess you know if you're trying to get in your best financial position whatever the case may be. Uh, it seems to me like rich people act poor so poor people can act rich. That's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> That's fire though. That's facts. And it's so true. And it's perpetuating. You know, like, you know, poor people walking around with Louis V and the cars and this and that. Poor dude driving around in the old focus. And they got no lights on at the house. School. They got no food in the crib. Warren Buffett still lives in the same fucking house. You know? Listen, that's a bar. That's fire. Yeah. And they need to change that pattern. We need to you know, so whatever that. you do, you ain't got to act out everything that you got. You ain't got to show your whole car. You ain't got to do all of that. You know what I mean? Be concentrate on the goal. Yeah. Concentrate on your goals and what you're trying to get. Facts. Facts. Lead a shine for someone else. Okay. And might as well be um just be patient with yourself. Kind of similar to what yours is. I've learned to be hard on myself a lot for for no reason. I realized a lot of it went to waste. It was extra energy that was used up for no reason. So I've learned to just be very patient and be very kind to yourself. Be gentle on yourself. For those that are very hard on themselves, there's no rule book to life. Your parents didn't give you a manual. You wasn't born with a manual. So <clears throat> go easy on yourself. Be patient with yourself. Yeah. Take it one day at a time. And I would also say this. I know you only asked one thing. More but I think manifestation is the realest shit I've ever experienced in my life. Because when you're really down on yourself, you're going to stay down. And when you talk things up, they tend to happen. Because, you know, in the scripture, it says a man is who he thinks he is. So be mindful of what you say to yourself and be mindful of what you say to others. Because ultimately, that will dictate who you become in life. Your outcome. Yeah, man. Listen. Well, guys, you heard it. This is another fire episode. Yo, must throwing up gang signs, man. Delete that. Take that out. (laughs) Take that out. (laughs) But we love y'all. Peace.